You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the before last episode of 2022. This episode is going to be a little bit different, definitely a lot more casual, a lot more random than normal. I had the idea a few weeks ago to do an episode on the 22 lessons that I learned in 2022, and I just started jotting things down. They're a mix of personal and business. So there's some life stuff, there's some entrepreneurship stuff, some is more personal, some is more general, and I thought it would be fun while recording to do them in random order. So I have my little pieces of paper here, which you may be able to hear me fuss with as I record the episode, but I'm essentially going to draw one at a time and just read through the 22 lessons in random order. So let's get started. All right, the first one I chose was my original number four. This one is to not take phone calls on your birthday and not return the calls either. This is advice that I had. My birthday is uh, at the end of November. I don't enjoy the phone at the best of times and my friend suggested to just not answer and then she took it up a notch and said, and then never return the calls. And I was like, wow, can I even do that? I'm here to report that I did that this year in 2022. It worked out well. I was a big fan. Next, procrastination is one of the worst things that you can do to yourself, even or honestly, especially if you do seem to pull it off at the last second. I was an intense procrastinator in 2022, although I didn't have anything completely catastrophic happen as a result of my own procrastination. I would say that it really did impact the relationship that I have with myself and with my productivity and with my ability to rest and all of those things. Minimizing procrastination is essentially increasing self-trust. Really listen to the people that you love. Use all of your very best powers of observation on the people that you adore. Give them the gift of your undivided attention. I learned this year that this is something that we value above almost all else. I've come to the belief that attention is our real currency. Probably always, but especially in the times that we're in right now, where things are at in the world and where things are at with each of us personally. Often the simplest and cheapest solutions are honestly the very best. This was true for me this year in life and in business from giving dollar store games as small gifts to having simple conversations and calling them marketing. This has been true for me across the board this year. Look for the solutions that seem too simple, too cheap to be any good and try them out because sometimes simple is just better. All right, my original 13. Make sure that money has a purpose in your mind. Somewhere along the way, my brain has created this weird disconnect in terms of my concept of money. 
I don't know which month throughout 22 where this really started happening, but I started seeing money only as a figure, as a number in. I stopped short of relating this figure with the actions that it took me to actually make that sum of money or to relate the figure with what a certain amount of money would actually mean in the context of my day-to-day life. So I'm talking things like this amount of money means that I can make this improvement or this amount of money means that I can support this cause or this amount of money can pay everything I need to pay for the next three months. This disconnect is just not helping. It's not helping with my motivation to make more money. So I'm going to be working on fixing this disconnect in 2023, but I learned that having this belief about money really functioning at a high level is something that is quite important, especially as entrepreneurs who are creating these opportunities for income completely ourselves. All right, my number 18. Client stories and positive feedback are very much underused. What I mean by this is many of us get compliments from our clients, let it give us that one little boost of dopamine the first time we read it, and then we forget about it completely. Learning how to leverage positive feedback instead is like compound interest. The same reviews and testimonials shared consistently will create a snowball effect on your sales. That's why I chose this for the topic for the very first issue of Facet. I got inspired this year when I saw that so many of my clients were underusing the amazing feedback that they were getting. The lesson here is use what you have and keep working to make this part of your marketing a more seamless experience. The original 21, know when enough is enough. I pivoted this year. I watched so many other people pivot. I watched people launch something completely new and then two weeks later put it on pause. I watched people who had pivoted go back to the thing that they pivoted from. Stopping something is just as sexy as starting something if you let it. If you are over there wondering if one more pivot is too many pivots, it's honestly not. It is far better to change up what you're doing and look flighty to the outside world than it is to continue forward with something that you know in your soul isn't for you anymore. Scrolling all the way up to two, personal one. Day drinking is the worst for me and I'm not going to do it again. I'm talking like the one drink with lunch kind of thing. It makes me feel terrible. This is not a new lesson. This is like a relearned lesson. I did this once this year. I hated it. It made me incredibly grumpy and I thought, why am I doing this to myself? Apply this lesson as literally or as abstractly as you want. Either you're the same as me and you're just not meant to have that one margarita at lunch or whatever else it is that you know about yourself. Apply that learning. Act in accordance with what you already know about yourself. Seven, kind of related. I bet you saw this tweet circulating near the end of the year. The one that says something like, I've been starting the day with 30 minutes of light yoga, and I'm sorry to report that it really does make a huge difference in my mental health. I feel exactly the same way about two things. One, spending time outside, especially in the wintertime, and very much related, going for daily walks. The things that your inner voice is hinting that you need, try them because they will likely make an actual difference. Next, 
know when to persist when working on a goal and also know when to let a goal go. Throughout the year, I let, I don't know, maybe 5 to 10% of my goals fall by the wayside. They just stop being aligned or they stop being realistic or they stop being possible. Rather than try to force myself into completing them anyways, I just let them go. I also decided to pivot to 2023 goals earlier than planned. Earlier than 2023 actually happened. The goals that I had written for 2022 stopped feeling inspiring and motivating sometime around end of October, early November. I decided to scrap them and just start right in, rewrite them completely and launch right in on 2023 goals. Just a reminder that what you write down as a goal isn't set in stone. Let it adapt with you. Try to find that flow. 12. Regularly look at your business expenses and see where you can make do without. A few times this year, I was looking over my credit card statements and realized that I'd been paying for things that I hadn't used in months. There's nothing more frustrating than that. So I'm vowing to be more proactive about this in the new year. The things that you're not using, you don't need to be paying for anymore. Be ruthless with cutting down your expenses. Up to six. You miss 98% of the shows that you don't buy tickets to. This has been a recurring thing for me this year. For whatever reason, and I guess it's tied to that procrastination piece, I would see an event that I really wanted to go to. And I would think to myself like, yeah, I'm going to go. And then I wouldn't buy the ticket. Inevitably, it would get to the day before. I still had no ticket. I still somehow was waffling back and forth on whether or not to go. And of course, the tickets are either going to be sold out or they're just not going to be available to purchase anymore. And I said 98% of the shows because it just so happened I got lucky twice out of the whole year. One time I ended up getting free tickets that a friend gifted to me for a show that I had been waffling on. And the other time seats at the last minute randomly became available because people had been sick. But, you know, you get the idea. If you're not going to commit to something, you're going to get yourself disappointed. Original number 22. All right. This lesson is that taking notes on life and business is more important to me than I would have thought. Maybe it's just my age. Maybe I'm feeling nostalgic. But I have never craved information about myself or my business more than I have this year. Actually, better than the word nostalgia might be the word bittersweet. I think this year I learned that my memories are very incomplete. I wish that I had kept better records. This year I wrote down the title of every book that I read. I found myself grieving the fact that I have 35 years experience reading books that I never recorded. I just wish that I had like a complete list of every book that I ever read independently. You know, we'll leave the the goodnight moon out of it that stage, but from say adulthood or, or adolescence on, I wish I had a list of every book I ever read. I also this year wrote down the amount of time that I spent on screens. I wrote it down every day. That changed my whole experience of 2022. Just the act of writing that down made me spend less time on my screens so that I could live and experience more. Other things in this area, things like I wish I had all of the best advice and wisdom that I've ever been given recorded in one place. I wish I had a list of all the plays I've ever been into. As an ex-musician, I haven't performed in over 10 years. I really wish I had a list of every piece I played with like the date ideally and a note of which group I was playing with or maybe like the performance venue. 
This Halloween, my stepkids asked me what I'd been as a kid for Halloween. I couldn't think of one single costume. I'm convinced that only children's memories just work a little bit differently. But the kids and I had to look through photo albums to figure it out. And in the end, I could only figure out three. So at some point in the 90s, I was a kitty cat, a clown, and a bride for Halloween. Beyond that, I don't know. I wish that I had a list of things like every Christmas gift I've ever received, how I spent every birthday, just things like that. At the end of 2022, I'm craving these sentimental personal archives. And the lesson I want to put out to you is if you feel this way too, starting now is better than never starting at all. And that's my plan. I'm going to start keeping notes of these sorts of things so that I have them going forward. All right, 19. The landscape of entrepreneurship is shifting. Things are changing. Things are trending, I think, towards more realness, which is a good thing. And it is affecting everything. The language that we use to talk about ourselves as business owners and about our niches is getting an update. How we market, how we share online, that's completely different than it was a year ago. The way I see it, 2022 was about reevaluating what we want releasing what we no longer want. I'm going to put out a prediction. My prediction is that 2023 is going to feel more focused for all of us. 11. Be relentless in the pursuit of new friends. We all need them. We all need friends. Time spent connecting is always time well spent. 14. If you want to write a book, write one. Publish it yourself And then when the box arrives on your doorstep, only then realize that you just wrote and published a book and it's real. Okay, this is a personal lesson because creating and launching Facet in 2022 was the exact right thing for me. I don't think I was fully aware as it was happening that it was really happening. After I had the box on my doorstep, I felt like I think I just self-published a book. What I want to impart here is the things that are calling to you that are speaking to you do them, try them, go for it. Three, it's okay to not finish what you're reading. The only thing longer than my list of finished books this year is my did not finish list. I quit fiction. I quit nonfiction. I quit articles halfway through. Life is too short to read what you don't want to read. 20, things that take a long time or they're slow or they're just somehow not at the regular pace in some way, these things are extra worth doing. As much as it doesn't look like it with content everywhere getting shorter, we as humans are still craving depth. When something touches us emotionally, like on that level, we respond in a whole different way. I spent five months putting together the first physical issue of Facet. It is the thing that I have most deliberately built in my business and it took a lot of time. I knew that it was worth it before it ever got sent out, but when the first readers got their copies and when they talked about savoring the experience of unboxing it and sitting down to look through it for the first time, it felt extra worth it for me. I initially debated giving subscribers and single issue purchasers a digital version right after they bought to satisfy people's desire for that immediate gratification that we know that we love. I was really resistant to the idea, but I thought it was worth still exploring it in the focus group in case my opinion was just an outlier. I explained my rationale to one of the focus groups, and that is that I believe we've forgotten what anticipation feels like and how actually that's a positive feeling because now everything just happens so fast. But 
I think that we secretly do need some things to take more time for them to feel momentous, for them to feel important. And in that conversation, I got told by one participant, like, good luck trying to change culture. I was initially a little bit put off by this, but now reading that, I'm like, thanks. I am trying to change entrepreneur culture. It's going to take a long time and it's still worth doing. Number 10. Some years you're going to be able to achieve banner goals. You're going to be able to make tons of things happen. Other years, you'll be able to keep yourself on maintenance mode with habits. Both are equally good years. 16. When you're considering purchasing a new service that's on a subscription model, really truly consider if it's worth paying for it in the long term. This came up for me mostly with business, but I suppose it applies to personal too. I pay every month for a certain service. I won't mention which one it is. I keep paying for it because it is one small part of my funnel. I'm not maximizing my use of it. And it feels like honestly, like a bit of a waste of money for the amount of leads that it actually brings in. The amount of work that I would have to go through to take it out of my process would be a lot. And so I keep paying for this thing. And I just wish that I'd considered this better at the outset. Just the knowledge that I would have to continually pay for this forever. And if I didn't, it would be a very difficult thing to take out of my system. Hope that one makes sense. That one's a little vague. Think really hard before you commit to paying for something monthly. That's going to be like a forever monthly purchase. Five. This one came from a book, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, comes from the book 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna West. Know what you want. It's important. When you come to a genuine understanding of what you want, not doing it isn't an option anymore. That one really hit me (laughs) profoundly, and I'm going to be taking that lesson with me into 2023. And lastly, we're finishing randomly on number eight. Oh, great. A flippant one. Shipping always takes longer than it's supposed to. That one got reinforced plenty over 2022. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this very random but sometimes insightful episode about all of the lessons that I learned in 2022. Now that you've listened to mine, please share with me one of yours. Let's make this a conversation and not just a sending out my own thoughts into the abyss kind of scenario. Send me an email at hello at clearcourtscreative.co or send me a DM at clearcourtscreative on Instagram and tell me one of the lessons that you learned in 2022. Now let's go into 2023 more informed and more intentional than this past year. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.